Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome, this is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate. Captain Patrick, not here, but we do have Mike the Mariner, Barry the Boater, and even Captain Rusty rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. Um, I'm, I'm a little bit... Uh I'm a little bit under the weather this week. I, you know, I probably sound a little bit more raspy, uh, as Barry would like to say, sexy. Uh, you know, no, I, I my, wouldn't. I got my uh, sexy uh, <laughs> back here because uh, my voice is a little ras- raspy. But but let me explain what happened. You ready for this, uh, Barry? This is going out no. to you. Oh. I got COVID again. <laughs> I can't believe that I got COVID again. I just wanted to go diving with all my friends, and then I got friggin' COVID again. All right, sing along. COVID again. I've been vaxxed and wore masks the right way. COVID again. I thought I was done with this crap already. But it then came back and bit me in the ass. COVID again. COVID All right, again. that's enough of that. All right. So there you go. Yeah, I, I got COVID again. Greg on a stick like a second time. Yeah. What kind it of crap like it is that? With his eyes. Yeah. What's that? Yes. Well, it you can see that yeah. in YouTube Live yeah. and uh, Facebook and Twitch, and we apologize in advance for that. But yeah. Yeah, I got COVID. Second time. Oh, man. Yeah, with with all the running around you've done, uh, you've been pretty lucky, though. What do you mean? I, I've well, been vaxxed, you, I've wore masks, well, I've done wait, wait, everything wait, wait, wait. they said, and I still got it a second time! Ah! Vaccinations don't mean you can't get sick. It just means you don't end up in a hospital. Well, you like they so, know. Look, I, here's the reality. I mean, the first time I had it, I was sick for two, three days. Uh, probably a little bit more severe than I am this time, but... Uh, it was not a, it was not a big deal that then, and it doesn't okay. seem it seems maybe a little bit less now, but uh, you know not that much different. I mean, I'm dealing with a cold, uh, more okay. or less, and I just happened to test, and it came back positive. I'm like, oh my god, you got to be kidding me! Oh, so, you went on cruises, you went on no, you no, went yeah, to look, shows, the incubation to the- is is usually they say three to five days. Right. I know where I was. Uh, last week I did hit a group of people. Maybe I picked, but, but who knows? You could have got it at the grocery store. You could have got it, whatever. It doesn't matter. The fact right. is it's out there. You could get it. And uh, you got to live with it. You got to live with it. We all have to live with it. Right. You know? I mean, that's the reality. I mean, it's not going to stop me doing what we do, which is, you know, do this goofy little radio show every week. So I'm here. I'm a little raspy. Or singing. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm uh, a little loopy on NyQuil. Which, by the way, there's 10% alcohol in that stuff, just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. You got to use that in moderation, cough, man. <laughs> NyQuil right. cough suppressant works Well, well that's, that's what inspired the song, probably, is my guess. Oh, 
And uh, that's my excuse. You like that, though, didn't you, Barry? I dedicated yeah, that. That was pretty good. Did yeah. you? Really? Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. See. The, the only thing I would say is if you're going to ask us to sing along, you need to send us the lyrics. Oh, well, that's I just right. thought you'd pick it up. <laughs> you know, so there it is. Right. We're not good with pop quizzes. Well, uh, it, it is what it is. And, you know, so, you know, I, I'm a little under the weather. I mean, unfortunately, this is something you got to deal with and take whatever, you know, proper precautions uh, you are, but I, but I'm here to tell you, it doesn't really stop you if you don't want it to. You know, it's really kind of up to you. Mm-hmm. You just want to, you know, take whatever precautions if you're, you know, uh, immune deficient. Which, you know, on, honestly, I do fall in that category. Barry knows this, and uh, just because of some heart surgery I had about six years ago. So, you know, whether he that's, has a monkey heart inside him, yeah, wh- whether that's what made me more, you know, susceptible to getting this crap a second time, I don't know. But uh, but I'm here to tell you, you know, it's not really that big a deal. It's not really going to stop things. And God forbid, don't shut stuff down. We don't need to go through that crap again because it made no difference at all. Did they um, <laughs> did they put a padlock yep. on the door to the uh, studio there so you can't get out? Uh, no, they they haven't locked. We're not in China, Barry. Okay, uh, so we're we're good here at. Uh, World you don't see any drones flying by your house no, telling you no, to stay no. inside. No, all right. No. It's yeah. just uh, you know I've self isolated a little bit from the family. I mean, the good good news is the rest of the family didn't get it. So yeah. no you figure. know that's it's weird. Same thing it? happened with yeah. My dad got it, and um, nobody else in the in the house got it. Yeah, good. Um, yeah, that is it's it great. Was weird. It's weird. Um, it it kind of makes me think that, you know, I, I'm going to take it like I'm special. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're special. As opposed to deficient in some kind of, uh, you know, thing. I don't know. My wife thinks there's a blood type issue. You know, I, it's probably just because, you know, it, it probably attaches uh, to people that are super manly, uh, very <laughs> handsome, uh, well-built. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's super how that intelligent. Virus works. Yeah, yeah. I'm starting mm. to feel sick. <laughs> See, <laughs> Rusty will back me, me too. up. There you go. Yeah. So that's my delusional, uh, you know, impressions on on all this stuff. But um, but the overall thing you want to keep in mind is that if you get hit with this, it's not the end of the world. I mean, look, I'm going to deal with it the second time after being vaccinated. You know, separating from everybody, all the lockdown, all this stuff, and I still got it. It's like, oh my gosh. I mean, I, but, I, but I'll I, tell you, the bright side to this yeah. is that, well, I'm going to be injected with a, another super dose of antibodies now. So I'll be able to weather the storm here for the next six months probably pretty well. Barry? The bright the bright side is you don't have to go to an Easter egg hunt tomorrow. You have an excuse to stay inside all day. Well, that's true, but I, I kind of like chocolate. So I don't know. I'm going to have to send some people out there to, to scout for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I don't know. There's the downside to that too, but, but yeah, you know, it is what it is, and um, you know, hopefully you're doing well this holiday weekend, this Easter weekend, getting out on your boat, uh, participating accordingly, and uh, making the best of it. So we're going to navigate the latest boating news and information that we have, even though I'm slightly, uh, you know, uh, I mean, I, I kind of have one tonsil tied behind my back. How about that? Something like that. We'll go with that. Uh, Rusty. Has not been with us for a while, but he is uh, stepping in today. We appreciate it. And just Absolutely. got back from taking your boat out. for the. Is, was this the first time of the season for you? It, it, well, I, I can't even remember the last time that it went out. I, maybe last November or something. It's been a really? long time. Why? So. Why hasn't it been so long? You have no excuse. You live in Florida. 
you know, you were saying, I've been to a lot of boat shows and yeah. I've, I've traveled a lot. And so I think that was mostly it, waiting for the perfect day. You know, I've, I've turned into that person that's going, oh, the wind's too strong or ah, it's a little cloudy. Jaded. You know, it's, yeah. it's got to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, I did send you a picture. I don't know if you had a chance to yeah, see I'll, it. Yeah, I'll take a look. Yeah, go Yeah, ahead. you should. I, I'm telling you, you should take a look. And so, so Rusty, when you go out on the boat, is it like right in your backyard hey now. or do you have to go very far? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Rusty Rusty knows I did not see the picture before the show because he texted it to me, and he knows I would have reacted like I just did. Okay. Uh Well, thank you for brightening my day. You're welcome. And that was obviously uh, a a shot from the stern, or a shot of the stern. Yes. (laughs) Oh, golly. So so I'm going to tell you this story, and and you're going to find this odd, but uh, it's, it's absolutely true. So Crystal, which you know is um, my my wife for a long time, or girlfriend, whatever you want to call her. We've been together for like thirty eight years, okay. but she doesn't like to ride on the boat. She likes to just go to the sandbar. So the sandbar needs to be right around the corner, and um, she doesn't like traveling on the boat. Right? Yeah, just annoys her. So okay. as long as we're sitting in the sandbar drinking, she's fine. Mm-hmm. So this year, I, I told her, I said, "Look, you don't like to ride on the boat, and I really like to ride on the boat." Can, can I find a friend that will go out on the boat with me? She goes, I don't care. So oh, oh. I, I found a friend who you likes did. to ride on the boat, and that's what I did. So we, we had a good time. It, it was a good trip. Yeah, um, evidently. <laughs> wow. Got there for a ride on the boat, and it's and it was nice. The boat ran absolutely perfectly. Uh, I'd put a new, Over the season, I'd put a new stereo in it. I'd change the line to all chain mm-hmm. uh, for the anchor. Yeah. and But your better and, half is not talking to you uh, at this moment, right? No, actually, she's fine. She oh, she was. Her name, you name didn't show her the picture then is what you're saying. Yeah, she won't care. <laughs> she won't. God <laughs> I'm bless her. Yeah, I know. Honestly, you're going to. I, I'm, I'm a little offended that nobody's like, or that she's not more concerned about me. Hmm. She's not. <laughs> she's like, she's I, I way like- out of his league. <laughs> there's no way in hell there's anything going on there. But yeah, that's a nice shot. Uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, so, yeah, some um, serious boat fluff going on there. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was fun. I had a good time, and and the boat's going to have a good year. And evidently, I'll do more boating this year um, since I have a boating buddy now. So, <laughs> well, hey, help. that that's about the best inspiration <laughs> I've ever seen. I'll admit. <laughs> wow. Everybody needs a new accessory for their boat. Yes, right. And I, and I got to say, I can't share that on Facebook Live, YouTube, or you Twitch because uh, we'll be banned instantly. But, uh, you know, it's a very good uh, stern shot. Let's just let's put it in boating terms and set it up that way and uh, leave the rest for your imagination for now. We got more coming up on the world of boating this Easter day or Easter weekend edition. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers, listen up. From their high-impact NK 
resin to their exclusive Power Claw latches. Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department led by his ex-girlfriend and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast this is the world of boating gregor first mate mike the mariner barry the boater captain rusty rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information on this easter weekend all right so um Rusty just took his boat out there with some new boat fluff, uh, yep. and, and I guess that was all the inspiration you needed. Were, were you I out did. there on the water, and you're like, gosh, why did I wait so long? You I know mean, you forget how nice it is to be on the water, or yeah. at least, I, you know, because being in the industry now where, you know, it's still relatively new for me, I guess about seven or eight years now. Before that time, you know, taking the boat out was all the t- was just amazing, you know, every mm-hmm. time you went out. And now when you're around it every day, day in and day out, and dealing with problems and stuff like that, you forget about the joy of actually boating. And so it was really nice. And the break, I think, did me good to get back out on the water and really understand what the pleasure and joy boating can bring to your life. There you go. Yeah, I mean, it, you, yeah, you kind of get caught up in uh, everyday life. And, and you when you make your profession – uh mm-hmm. what your passion is sometimes that kind of overshadows you know the fun aspects of, of why you got into it in the first place so you kind of need to you know recenter so it sounds like that's what you did and and you just used your boat fluff as extra inspiration to make you yeah, it, go out necessary. more often exactly yes exactly. Uh, that's, it was it was nice barry um, what say you i i think that's true to a point when we first got into diving we were diving all the time whether it was freezing or windy and wavy or anything like that but as you get into it 
you start to pick and choose. Do I right. really want to go out when it's that cold or mm-hmm. when it's really nasty out? And that's why I was asking Rusty, is his boat convenient to use? Is it in his backyard or is it something he has to drive 20 or 30 miles to launch every time? Mm-hmm. So it's it, I actually keep it on a trailer and a storage area. It's covered area with concrete pad, water and electricity. So it's really nice. But to answer your question, it takes me about eight or nine minutes to get to the ramp and uh you know take oh, it to the okay. ramp. so you have no and excuse whatsoever i, I don't right. and if and we you know jacksonville marine is at a marina have a great relationship with those people we don't own the marina we are just on the dealership side of it so if i'm going out and i don't want to bring it back that day i can always dock it at the marina we have covered slips there as well so a lot of times during the summer i'll keep it there for a few days mm-hmm. so there, there is ever- not an excuse yeah Barry? Do you ever feel a little strange leaving your boat in a marina, you know, like it's your child and you're leaving it out, that something could happen to it overnight? It, I, absolutely. I, well, you know, at, I at one time and wonder, what if the bill's <laughs> pump doesn't come on? You know, it's, it's well, like, yeah. you know, we have a friend of ours named Walt who has a, a beautiful house on a canal. And a couple of times he's offered that I could leave my boat there for, you know, a couple of weeks at a time. And I, I, I say that's a great offer, but I always feel a little strange that if I come back, I may find, you know, parts of the boat missing, not because of him, <laughs> but because it's on the water and it happens down here in Miami. Well, yeah. Barry, you know, yeah. all chances are you're going to find additional things in your boat, like uh, maybe a pastel version of Captain Rusty's boat fluff. That's true. That could be. That just goes along with friends that we yeah. hang with. But uh, but that's a whole different issue. But but right. I, don't, I think it would be pretty safe there at, at his marina. They don't well, have at a his big, marina. Yeah. The, oh, well, no, I mean, I, I, no, I mean at Walt's place too. I you you think you're just worried that so? I mean, there's nothing they can take off your vessel, is there? They could take the engine. They could take the electronics. You know, mm-hmm. that's about it. I mean, it's mm. a small boat and everything like that, but. You hear the horror stories every now and then, especially down in uh, Miami, where there are people that come along and just take the boat out of your front yard. Luckily, mine's in the garage, so that would be a little more yeah. difficult. Well, yeah, maybe. I mean, it's my baby. I, I want to take care of it. Understood. And protect Understood. it. Okay. Well, uh, but but you're glad you got out on the water, so now it's going to be like an every weekend kind of thing, you think, Rusty, or it just depends no, on the work? No, I, I, I still have... Uh, I don't have time to do that next weekend as we were talking earlier i'm going to grenada um nice for about nine days then i'll be back and i have to run and pick up a few boats in sarasota i'm going to go to key west so it's just not i do a lot of things besides boating i guess well maybe, of course maybe, well when maybe, you go to grenada are you doing some boating you're gonna rent a boat maybe go out and do some stuff or do you I, know? i'll do the tourist sunset cruise okay that counts the, yeah the they'll give me some cruise. Punch, you know yeah that's right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Grenada. Let's see. The Grenada is the Spice Island, I believe. It is. Yeah. So Island of the Spices. Yeah, yes. you can go up there and get some nutmeg, and yeah, you know, make up your rum, uh, rum and coke, or no, oh, uh, rum punch. Good. Yeah, within yeah. They, they sprinkle nutmeg on the top of it to to make it a little extra special, and then you got you know the cocoa and all that stuff. Uh, Grenada is an awesome island, and yeah, there's great winds around there too. For uh, sailing, if you wanted to like rent a cat or something like that, and and sail, I don't think he wants to work. I think he wants to be catered to. <laughs> well, getting <laughs> get it, uh, getting one with a captain, let them do all the work, yeah. and you just do all the the fun part. You you can be the boat fluff on on your uh, vacation. Now, if you'll remember last time, I, I went to St. Lucia, and uh, I'd never sailed before in my life. I didn't know anything about it. And they have those little catamarans, like you're talking about. Yeah, and I. 
you, the guy gives you a lesson. I go, we'll teach you. And, and this this consists of about 30 seconds of going, oh, yeah, just flip it over when the wind right. turns, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm going <laughs> fine, going straight. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm doing fine. It's going, this is great. And then I decide to turn. And whatever I did, it wasn't right. So I turn, and then the boat just stops. And mm-hmm. then the wind comes sideways. It starts to jump. I get scared. About. I bail. I, I, I jump off the boat. And, yeah. and then I notice it didn't fall over. So then I have to climb back on. Scared me pretty bad, but yeah. I kept trying. I'm Sailing's sure. awesome. Well, it's you, pretty did, easy to get going on a sailboat and, and getting to like another point in the in the water, uh, you know, over by an island. And then, but when you have to get back and the wind's blowing the opposite yeah. way, you're like, wait a minute. Um, I had no problem <laughs> he getting here. But he did his best yeah. impression of Captain Ron moving back. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Exactly. Broke so, the dock at about. 10 knots <laughs> yeah so i don't know get a uh, rent rent a catamaran or something and uh just get oh, yeah. one with that, that, that is crude and just say yeah you know you might want to take the helm you know for a brief few uh, minutes yeah and then, just for a picture exactly yeah, that's, that's right just to yeah, say yeah, that there we go you did it and then uh, hand off all the duties to them yeah <laughs> but uh but yeah beautiful place to go so you're just going to go there to unwind for a for a week or yeah, so. Yeah, huh? absolutely. We try, uh, what we've been doing the last couple of years is we try to pick a different Caribbean island mm-hmm. and every summer, spring, go to a different one. So, nice. St. Lucia, the Grenada next year, um, doing Jamaica. Not wow. really looking forward to well, that. It's, one, it's good to be Captain Rusty. It sounds like business is good. Uh, being <laughs> business has been amazing. Yeah, ownership no, of, uh, you know, a boat dealership in Jacksonville and Orlando and uh, Daytona no or whatever. Question. Yeah. So there you go. So uh, you're feeling pretty good about the economy in general, then I assume too. If you're going on uh, out on these uh, big vacations and things, right? So, yeah. Well, here's what here's what I, I see changing. Uh, people who and this is this is just the truth, right? People who have money will always have money. Mm. So what the the higher end items, like we sold at Orlando, you know, we're selling boats a lot of times at full MSRP. Yeah. Not really discounting. They're buying the boats, and profit margin is huge. However, the other aspect is people who don't have a lot of money aren't buying boats now. Which means that's uh, me, Barry, and I don't know, Mike has money maybe, but he might be in that category too. More coming up. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Barry the Boater, Mike the Mariner, Captain Rusty rounding out the crew today. All right, so, and Rusty has been saying um, that he, I don't know, are you alluding to maybe a storm on the horizon when it comes to boat sales? I mean, being that you own a uh, boat dealership, uh, the people with money have money, they're spending it, making uh, products very scarce right now for companies like yourself. You can't keep up with the demand. But are you, they are, you, are. now. The demand on pontoons are coming back, yeah, pretty well. We, we haven't had much mm-hmm. trouble with that. They're starting to show up. Some of the others are, you know, I think like our cobalts. Those are doing okay. Yeah, this craft's still way behind, but I can see it starting to change. And I really think, and I know y'all talked a lot about this on on the show before. I really think in the next year or so, you're going to see it completely flip. Right, you're going to have people who paid too much for their boats; they can't Mm -hmm. get out of them. Yeah, you're going to have um, more supply uh, that's going to be in the field, and it's going to go back now where you're going to get deals and people, you know, that sales 
boat dealerships are going to get overloaded with boats and going to have more inventory than they need because they'll ramp up and, you know, try to meet the demand. And so it's going to swing. My, my prediction, it'll swing all the way back the opposite side, and then it'll settle in the middle Interesting. after that. So, yeah. so you're thinking uh, a year from now, like so next Easter weekend, you think we're going to be upside down the, to where we are with demand and not being able to keep up with with uh, purchase orders and things? You think it's going to be exactly opposite about a year from now? That's your I prediction. Think it, I think it'll start swinging that way. I still okay. think we still right. have it'll another year, to. but I think it'll start swinging that way. Mike yeah. the Mariner, what say you? Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yeah, I, I tend to agree. There's a couple of things. You know, I think the uh, used boat market is going to, you know, they're, they're, you're, where before you couldn't even find a boat that you wanted, it's going to be, um, there's going to be a much wider choice. and People are going to be, you know, they're going to be taking it in the shorts because mm-hmm. they paid yeah. You know, more, way more. Like the boat, the boat I have now, I could sell it for more than I paid for it yeah. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, Would you, and you've and, only and had so, it what three months, if that? No, I've had it a year. Oh, you have had but, it a year. But, okay. Well, yeah, but 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 I think in a year, I think uh, the value of this boat will be back in line with what I paid for it. All right. So if you want, uh, if you want Mike the Mariner's boat, wait a year. Don't don't buy <laughs> yeah. it right now. More <laughs> yeah. coming up. Stay it's close for sale. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Come on, Wiggins, what are you standing around for here? Get on board. Get on board. Don't fret. Don't try. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Barry the Boater, Mike the Mariner, and Captain Rusty rounding out the crew. All right, so um, here's the deal. Uh, you know, Rusty seems to think things are going to flip here in the next year or so. I think Mike is in agreement. Uh, we'll find out what Barry thinks in just a bit. My one, I, I just kind of wonder out loud, is it just a real general economy uh, situation that I mean, it's for all businesses right now. I mean, obviously, when you watch the news, it's it's crazy. I mean, every day, you know, there's a war story. Gas prices are through the roof. Whatever, you know, it doesn't matter what your political affiliation is. Uh, people are having issues. It seems like it's one crisis after another. And I think, in a broader, you know, when you look at it from a broader standpoint, I, I think those kind of issues apply to anything, whether it's the housing market, boating. Uh, diving whatever and and is that what you're kind of leaning into a little bit there rusty from from your thought process it's just a matter of you see people are having issues with uh you know cash flow because of the current state of affairs in that regard or do you think this is a more specific thing just maybe for the boating industry what are your thoughts what do you think rusty Oh wait! I'm sorry. Now, now say something. I had you okay, muted. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. There, <laughs> there we go. go. 
So there goes uh, the I, COVID. I, yes. I know, right? Ten percent alcohol in that ten percent alcohol. Just Great. so you know, <laughs> proving it I, as we speak. I think I think it's across the board. Just the economy in general. Just and I it, it didn't really hit me till the other day on Wednesday when I was going out. You know, my boat holds one hundred and sixty gallons. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't usually keep it full all the time, so I thought I'd stop by and fill it up. And it was seven hundred something dollars. Yeah. And you're yeah. going, okay, that, that, that got hurts. real fast. Yes. Yeah, you're going, now it's just not like, a, let's go spend a day on the water. You're talking about dropping, you know, five or $600. It's sometimes. an investment. That's a good, yeah, exactly. It's, it's just, it's ridiculous. And so that's, you will see more people, I'm sure, sitting at the sandbars, but mm-hmm. that seems to be a popular activity. But when, for a normal family that, you know, lives paycheck to paycheck or, you know, very modestly within their means, that becomes a really big deal. It becomes very hard for them to enjoy the lifestyle if you're talking about that much money just in gas. And then when you're adding all the other upkeep to it that has gone up, dock fees and everything else. Right. It mm-hmm. becomes very difficult. Sure. Mike the Mariner, what say you? Yeah, so I just filled up this boat uh, three weeks ago and mm-hmm. paid $5.35 for diesel. Ouch. Yeah. Three months before that, I filled up. And paid two eighty six. Hmm. So, so it's hard, uh, you know, to look at that and think that that it does not have a negative impact on uh, boating. I mean, but it, yeah, but right. it affects everybody in in, in any industry. But uh, that's why I kind of wonder, though, from that bigger picture viewpoint, um, those kind of factors are what going to kick us in the butt. It's not really anything mm-hmm. that the boating industry or you know how dealers change their approach or whatever. Right. I think we're at the mercy of uh, the current economic climate. That's yeah. my. Well, that's well, all what the, I think. Yeah. What do you think, Barry? The economy does go through cycles. This happened back in the eighties when we had high inflation. This so it's something that we're just going to have to live through. And as as stocks of things start building up, like people start slowing down buying boats and they start to build up stock or cars or houses, then the prices are going to level off again. They're going to get normal. If people would calm down and not be so hot that, oh my God, I got to get a house mm-hmm. now. I got to do it. You know, if you just take well, so some much time. of the inflation. Yeah. So much of the inflation now though is tied to energy yeah and um and and it changes i mean it's changing the way like we're we're planning on taking a trip on the boat you know so before i I really wasn't even thinking about a fuel budget right (laughs) a couple hundred bucks the other day you know set aside for the weekend but now when it's like you know five seven hundred dollars you're like crap (laughs) so i i wonder if if now because gas prices are high are smaller boats becoming more the popular item and i guess rusty would know that what do you think, Rusty? Are you seeing any indication in that regard yet? No. Yeah. Uh, and Too early, I, I, I don't think, see, still, right? Yeah, I don't see smaller boats because, and, and the reason I think the the logic would fall, people with money are still going to buy larger boats, and they're not worried about gas prices. Hmm, people who right. buy smaller boats, the, the family-sized boats, are more worried about money, so it's, they just can't even afford the boat. And, you know, and even the price of the boats have gotten really expensive from that standpoint, but... On a family, on a budget, it becomes much more difficult, even for the smaller boat. Yeah. But, well, but we still sell big boats. I mean, all day long, 30, 31-foot, 500, $600, $700,000 boats. Nobody cares. Mm-hmm. And, and that that's not even including all the uh, Russian oligarchs, right? Right. Right. Okay. Because they're off the market now. <laughs> that's true. Right. You know, so we're good there. You could put yeah. a bid on them. 
Yeah, you could. I mean, I, like yeah, I said, I, I've said this before. I think there's going to be a a fire sale on super yachts in a few more months. They're they're, yeah. they're I think they're up to collecting like thirty or forty of them around the world. So there's going to be it's going to be interesting to see if that affects super yacht sales. Keep an eye on that for me, Rusty. Okay, I, I will, I'll let you know. Pick, pick us up a bargain. <laughs> You know, when they when they start that process. All right. So uh, some other news. I mean, people are, you know, uh, trying to figure out ways to to navigate, whether it's fuel prices or just the economy in general or getting by the way they can. There, There's uh, an issue down by uh, Barry's neck of the woods where what somebody has a houseboat and, and they were they were moving to their houseboat with the idea of they'd save money because they wouldn't have property taxes and oh no that didn't hold well, or what well, what not, happened not so much first of all the boat is called Ark Up is uh, Ark Up what do you mean Ark Up so, well that's the name of the boat oh okay Ark Up okay A R K U P so if you mm-hmm. do a search online and I think Captain Patrick had mentioned something about this this thing is gorgeous it's a two story houseboat that if you looked at it. It almost looks like it is an adi- if you had a big mansion yeah. and you wanted something right on the water instead of just having a dock, you would have this where it would have it. it it's more than just a house. It's gorgeous, but it mm. is a boat. It's mm-hmm. a registered boat. Okay. And the city of Miami wants to tax it as though it's part of the dry real estate. And that really creates a lot of problems. Um, I think that houseboats are going to become popular again with the housing market so tight and people looking for places to live houseboats made great communities they had them back in the in the 70s and the 80s they were popular down here mm-hmm. but wilma destroyed the last houseboat houseboat community down at north bay village where i used to live yeah and i remember seeing that community you saw all these now these houseboats there they were just metal barges with a house on them Mm-hmm. But they were hooked up to water and sewer or or however they they took care of their stuff. And and they were popular because they were relatively inexpensive and you were on the water. And I think that's going to come back because of the, with rising tides and all that, people still want to live on or about the water. And I think houseboats will make a good value one day. Well, uh, they, they will come back if, if they don't uh, screw it all up and... And decide hey, they're going to tax them like a regular house or something, which is what you're well, alluding to. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's kind of silly because every boat that is docked in back of someone's house, a lot of these bigger yachts, you can live on. Right. Yeah. I mean, so, they're hooked up to water, they're hooked up to sewer, they're hooked mm-hmm. up to electric. You're yeah. living on it. So, I mean, just because this thing doesn't look like a yacht, it looks like a big square barge, but it's gorgeous. It's all glass. It's gorgeous. Right. Um uh, you have to check it out. Go look up Arc Boat and then or Arc Up uh, mm-hmm. and the uh, problems that they're having down there. Yeah, if your boat looks like a boat, you'll be fine. If it looks like a house, you're screwed. <laughs> they're right. coming well, for you, buddy. I mean, that's Pandora's box, right? Yeah, I, I mean, agree. if they if they succeed in this, then every boat on the water is a target, mm-hmm. and I really hope that doesn't go through. Yeah, let's hope right. that is not. It won't help things at all. Uh, I mean, but, but unfortunately, that's that's how uh, city governments look at that kind of stuff. They're like, hey, there could be another revenue stream. We're going to get some more money to to spend on this uh, crap or whatever other project that they mm-hmm. want to fund, you know. So uh, it looks like, it, you know, it's an easy target, especially for the non-boater uh, group right. of folks. So we got to be on the lookout I, I, for that. I still like the idea of a houseboat community one day, a place where people 
can, you know, you'll have rows of docks and it'll be the proper hookup for water and sewer. Yeah. And you'll be, be on these little houseboats again. Well, Barry, you, you may know. have no choice because when the global warming thing kicks in, you're down in South Florida. They said the water's <laughs> going to rise right up to the side. Well, you know, I'm 20 miles inland, so maybe I'll have water from property one day. Well, there you go. That. See? Yeah. <laughs> Start in, start installing floats around yeah. the edge of your house or something. I don't know. I could buy cans of expandable foam and just start spraying it well, around the edge of the house. there's an idea that won't yeah. uh, do anything, but uh, at least it'll make you feel <laughs> good about yourself that you're trying to accomplish something. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spiderwebbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast yeah you were expecting maybe the easter bunny here comes peter cottontail hopping down the bunny trail Hippity hopping Easter's on its way. This is the World of Boating, Greg Gear, first mate. That's me, along with Captain. Whoops. Rusty. There you go. Rusty. Patrick not with us today. He'll be back next week. He's out. Uh, dre- I, I heard Patrick is dressed up as an Easter bunny, and he is um, distributing eggs throughout the world and the boating community in particular. So it's just a thing he does every year. We'll get the full update next week, I guess. Right, Barry? So yep. do you drink the NyQuil just straight up, or do you mix it with something? Ah, straight. 
okay. <laughs> NyQuil meat. Uh, we we just thought of a, a new company for you know Jerry the diver guy was looking for a place to live down here. He wants to live on the water. Yeah, I actually so, uh, found him a boat uh, uh, last week. You did? And, yeah, I uh, I met a guy at uh, that aviation event, Sun and Fun. We were at in Lakeland. I started talking to him. He was a Bahamian. A guy, and he said he had a boat he wanted to get rid of, and I, I texted uh, uh, Jerry, the diver guy. I said, hey, dude, I found you a boat. Talk to this guy. Haven't heard squat. So, no. yeah. But, well, uh, we were just thinking of a, a, a new business that he can get into that might help him. Jerry. Where you, yeah, you would okay. take trailers and mount them to barges, and that becomes, you know, the redneck uh, houseboat. Yeah, a, mo- yeah a, a mobile home on a barge in a marina. <laughs> uh, oh, oh okay all right so, so taking a mobile home or a, a right. manufactured home home and putting it on floats or on a putting barge it on floats or on a barge and then just hmm. bring it to the marina why not yeah uh, and that definitely sounds like something jerry would be into now you yeah, could buy exactly. a used a used uh, mobile home for like four or five thousand dollars and then yeah. find an old barge you know mm-hmm yeah. That's a Larry the Cable Guy movie. Well, yeah, very well. (laughs) Well, this is Jerry the Cable Guy. Yeah, or he 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 doesn't have cable. He 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 doesn't bother with uh, watching TV and stuff like that. He has too many other distractions like diving and uh well there's this whole moonshine thing issue but that's a that's a whole different story. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But uh yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's something to consider for sure. Uh all right. So um uh I mean what are you doing? For the Easter weekend, Barry, are you going to take your boat out this weekend? It's going to be what a busy, busy weekend. weekend. No, well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, have you, well, would you take it out on that weekend for you? I, or no? I wouldn't take it out on the weekend. I want to take it out on the week, and I plan on doing that in May for sure. So to, uh, tomorrow and uh, the rest of the day today, I mean, well, Mike the Mariner is out on the water as we speak. So is it well, he, extra busy today being a holiday weekend, or what do you think, Mike? There, there, there are a lot of boats on the water. Um, I'm not actually running the boat today. I'm actually today's a maintenance day for me. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, there's probably been you know ten or fifteen boats since we started the show moving in and out of the marina. Okay. So, All right. And, and, and uh, the weather's fantastic. The the weather's great. That's why. But I wonder, oh, is yeah. this one of the busier weekends that you can get out on the water, almost like a Memorial Day type of thing? I mean, a Memorial Day is the official opening of the season, so to speak. But I I don't know. Mm-hmm. Easter weekend, pretty busy too, isn't it, Rusty? What do you think? It is. It is busy, mm-hmm. and I think tomorrow here is going to be kind of rainy tomorrow. So I'm not sure how that's going to turn out. Okay, but I was I, you know, I, I do my walks in the morning. I I do my little like morning walks, and even this morning the boat ramp was packed. It, it like sunrise people going fishing getting out on the water so right I think it's gonna be a nice day today i don't know how tomorrow will look yeah barry what do you think that that's why I'm, I'm looking more towards the weekdays going out well of course if you have that flexibility but all the people that don't yeah. uh, i do wonder i mean it's it, it's going to be pretty busy so be you know have your your guard up your situational awareness uh you know just have your radar going big time because there's well, gonna be a go lot of extra here. people uh, out yeah. on the water mm-hmm. this weekend i think down here, the seas are a little iffy. There are little white caps out there, but if they stay inside in the bay, I'm sure it's going to be packed today and tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, uh, Marine Patrol, I don't know if they uh, treat this weekend a little special. I would imagine they do, but uh, but I don't know. It's hard to say, well, I guess. A lot if, of people are going to be going to church tomorrow and doing their uh, Easter egg hunts and stuff like that. So yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Do they do any uh, Easter egg uh, things on boats? That would be a thing. I mean, they, they, you know, we have a friend who does a dive thing where he puts, uh, 
He dresses up in a scuba suit and then puts a Easter bunny outfit bunny on top suit. of it. Yep. Uh, Captain Slate <laughs> down in the Keys does this every year, and then he, he you know, they, uh, you know, he plants. I don't know what it drops. What do you do with Easter eggs? What's yeah? That? I think he puts some kind of little bit of weight or something in them, and then he puts them around the reef. And yeah, the go divers find go them. find them. But what about boaters? Yeah. I get you can do an Easter egg uh, hunt on a boat, couldn't you? And then just like uh, maybe if you did it with your fellow boaters and like have one family come over to the other family's boats and like raid them for Easter eggs or something. And just tear up the whole boat. <laughs> yeah. Throwing things overboard looking right. for eggs. Sure. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Sounds like you fun. You won't be invited back. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what. It, it, it sounds like a, a viral um, YouTube video. So there. There's still, your yeah, idea. I'm still trying to figure out the whole rabbit and egg thing associated with Easter, right? Yeah. Like, Where did, how did that happen? How did the bunny come <laughs> up with the uh, chicken egg deal? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, you know, Where did that come from? I, I have no idea. Uh, you know, it's, it's just one of those things. And, uh, you know, it's something to kind of celebrate every year. I mean, it's not really the purpose of Easter, <laughs> but, no. you know, they came up with this whole crazy idea. And uh, actually, we've taken a whole another uh, angle with it. I, I've kind of tried to, um, I don't know, well, uh, kidnap Easter in that regard it, for, for our scuba show. We do, we started a couple of years ago developing a uh, thing called the Easter Eel that visits good divers uh, every every year, uh, and it, it's kind of a you know a thing because scuba divers don't have a you know a holiday that they can celebrate per se. And I figured, why not uh, kind of overtake that one? So we got it's a whole time thing. for his next dose. Yeah, there was a little inspiration <laughs> of Mr. Hanky from South Park in there. You'll have to tune into the Scuba Radio Show for all that. And all I will say is, I apologize in advance. <laughs> it was highly influenced on similar stuff to Nyquil. Mm-hmm. So we'll leave it at that for this week. Until uh, next time, remember: whether it's sail or motor. Life is better better. as a boater. boater. Safe boating, everyone. Come back there. Come back here, you barnacle-bitten swab. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at (gasps) worldofboating.com. Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the world of boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN. Ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.